Views and opinions expressed on any program are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Sunflower Media Mint. Some programs might include strong images or language that not might be suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Ever wonder for what's next? It's time for something new, defined things. Straightforward, different perspectives. It is black and white. You are listening to Preview by the New Q. Here you go, folks. Back to the pod and the. I was supposed to say Monday, but it's a Wednesday night here in the Philippines, 16th of September. Welcome to the New You podcast. It's actually previewed by the New You, by the way. So we're at our second season right now, and we have three shows for you guys for this season. And every Wednesday, together with Nina, of course, my co-host for this show, we have Preview by the New You. You can catch this on Facebook if you're watching right now, or if you miss this episode, you can download the podcast right after this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. All of our previous podcasts as well, from Season 1, for Umod and the original pod, it's all in the po- in, in Spotify as well. So you can go check it out and download. So we have lots of tons of talks about different walks of life, society, and culture, whatever you want. It's also on YouTube, uh, but well, we're just starting in YouTube, so all of the po- all of the podcasts, the live podcast, video podcast is there if you want to watch. And as well, we're also on Instagram. So currently, we're at about 21k strong for for Instagram, Twitter, of course, Facebook, everywhere. The new year is everywhere, like what we always mention. And even if we're back in the second season, it's going to be the same old new year for you guys. It's still black and white, and still always going to be on a straightforward type of talk right now. So before we we start tonight's episode, I want to check on first my co-host Nina. Come on, Nina. How are you? I'm good. Um, doing live streams and <laughs> job. Actually, I have work, and it's surprising because every event now is virtually good. <laughs> digital. That's good. Yeah, but, it, uh, it's a good problem to have. <laughs> It's it's yeah. it's good that the industries right now are starting to cope up. Well, after seven yes. months of being on an uncertain page or what, everyone is starting to move. Now we cannot stay this way. We we don't. We cannot. Everyone let... is adjusting. Actually. Exactly, and that's that's really really good, and that really excites me to have our guest for tonight. Um. We have the guys from ACID. We have Alan Garcia, the co- one of the co-founder and global programming director from the uh, from Dominican Republic. We have Denise Ayado, another, uh, of course, a co-founder and business development director, uh, also who is now in, in Manila but well studied in Florence, and of course the founder himself, ACID's founder PJ Almera, good friend of mine, creative director and editor in chief, who just came back from Milan. So we have acid for tonight's episode, and we will talk about what the, what these guys are doing right now. That's actually new. So welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Thank Hi. You. Hello. Thank you so much <laughs> for having us. Okay. Uh, PJ. Pleasure. Okay. Now I'm seeing PJ and of course Alan. So I think it, the the video is turning off whenever they're not speaking. But right now, P, I'm seeing PJ's video. But anyway, yeah. guys, how how are you? Uh, PJ, you're you're in where right now? Last time I talked to you, I'm, you're in Europe. Now, how about you? Yeah, 
Yeah, the last time we talked, I was in Europe. Um, I'm currently in Manila right mm-hmm. now. Um, I came back from Milan uh, last year, September. That's good. Uh, how about you, Denise? Well, I'm doing great. I'm based in Manila right now. I'm currently busy with ACID and a few of our design projects. That's good. Uh, Alan. Alan is in Dominican Republic right now, right? Yes. Uh, right now, here is in the morning. And for you, it's the night. And everything is okay here. Hmm. Uh, whether the situation of Corona is, uh, is um, a little bit... Uh, Difficult, but right now everything is good. Mm, see. But you, you guys are not heavily affected there. Yeah, we have a, a really big effect here, mm-hmm. and we have uh, still on lockdown. We cannot go out in the night, but mm-hmm. uh, we still uh, are hoping to uh, to have a better place in the future. This we good. follow the rules, and we continue. Yeah. Same with Philippines. <laughs> We can't go out, but you know Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> we, that, that's the thing. Yeah. We we are really well. I don't I don't want to talk about it. But currently we're we're reaching the three hundred k mark. So well, I don't know if what to say about it. So it speak the number speaks for itself. So <laughs> that that's how the thing here in the Philippines. But anyway, like like any other country or any other society out there. It's not yet safe out there. The, 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 the current uh, message that we give to everyone who's downloading this or listening to this right now is that it's not yet safe out there. So there's a reason also why we are still continuing to do this. I mean, at least we give variety to the internet mass, to whoever is listening to this one to, to know something new. I mean, th- there's a lot of content in the internet right now. And there is, I, I strongly believe in, you just have to pick your market. Mm-hmm. And it's really good to it's have true. these guys on the show. Why? Because they are in research and trend. That that's that's what acid do. And there there's no there's no other right person or people to talk about acid than this tree. So guys, how did it all started? How what's the story? What's the history behind acid? <laughs> okay. So yeah, um, ACID. So we are actually, um, you know, uh, we are an interdisciplinary research and development design platform. So um, one of our main goals is to positively contaminate the minds of people um, in terms of understanding different perceptions of design, from art to fashion to interiors, architecture, objects, um, and. All of those are through the re- method of curated research mm-hmm. and inspiration, and um, we are actually you know, a team of. Uh, we are actually a big team, and uh, most of our um, team are from the different parts of the world. And also, um, in terms of our directors, so um, we have five board of directors, and um, we're right now we're three out of five here. Mm-hmm. But it's basically from the Philippines, Italy, and Dominican Republic. So. Um, basically, the story of Acid happened when um, I went to Milan. So there's two sides of the story. One is with Alan. Oh, by the way, um, Alan is uh, just a brief background of, uh, like, for example, how we knew each other. So Whoa. Alan is my classmate from uh, Instituto Marangoni uh, in Milan. So we took the master. Uh, we took the masters in contemporary interior design, and then with Denise, she is my colleague, and um, she is the former uh, 
chairperson of SOFA Design Institute for Interior Design and I currently teach at SOFA as well. So this is how we know each other. And then for the others, um, like Nandi de La Paz. So Nandi was my former professor, but right now he's our um, research director in ACID and I, he also co-teached with me in Benilde. And then for um, our final, but definitely not the least member is Nalo Albert. So she is from um, Milan and I met her in Milan as well when we when I was there. And she is an architect and also a fashion reporter. So um, in terms of the story of ACID, so um, basically when I was in Milan, uh, I had this... Um, idea wherein um, actually it's more of like a challenge to me wherein okay so I'm going to Milan and then for sure I'm going to have um, a different approach or perspective in terms of design True. so I think it's the same with Denise and uh, Alan uh, so I think they agree with me because you know um, European uh, context is really far different from the Philippines or Dominican Republic of course. in a way that we see um, the European, um, let's say, design movements are a bit more uh, forward and innovative. So they're more bold, they're more uh, graphical, they're more um, visionary in terms of the way they think. And then um, from there, I had a, a challenge because last year when I came back from Milan, um, I was a bit troubled on how the Philippine market is going to accept the subculture or the, the culture uh, that's already a part of it, which is the European design culture that I've learned. I fell in love with European culture. Um, so how will I be able to showcase my design identity through the Filipino market? And then from there, I tried within the next three to four months when I came back, I, I practiced design. I also uh, I was teaching in uh, different universities, but then I realized there was really um, there's really this uh, a challenge for Filipinos in understanding what is what is contemporary, what is new, what is out there. Because usually we only know what um, what we see in the internet and what the magazines or what the designers here in the Philippines are doing. So um, from there, uh, I got really frustrated, but then I realized one of the, one of the um, let's say, the, the solution to that is to educate the people. I actually had a, um, an idea whether to go back to, the, to, Euro to Europe or to Italy to um, pursue my career, but then I realized, no, I wanted to help the, the Filipino culture or the Filipino designers and community. So from there, um, I... I came up with this uh, vision and then I collected, uh, I, I uh, tapped different people to create a collective. So that started with um, Alan, with mm -hmm. Denise, mm -hmm. with Nello, with Nandi. And then from there, um, we all had the same kind of like wavelength when it comes to understanding what is contemporary design, what is the future of um, innovation, what is the future of the social of social design and impact. Mm -hmm. in the society so from there we started it so we're very young we start the idea happened last year but then we established it on march of this year so oh just this year yes <laughs> we're a pandemic baby <laughs> uh, so so we're so we're batchmates <laughs> yes 
we're typically batch based in the industry but it's good to hear that of course people like you guys are really venturing into something like this uh we we have we have lived in a world that we're so accustomed into what is being fed to us okay and it's good that people like of course like you like acid that starting something that we all know that this will take time we all know that from the start if you're thinking of something new it will take time for society for the market to pick it up because no one's trusting i mean no one's really believing you from day one that's it but the most important thing there is to find those people that shares the same passion as you and it's good that you all guys found each other and and with this with 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 your story i mean like what pj mentioned about how acid started well it's just started from last year and then uh just this march as well the good thing there is that we all know that okay there are people talking about or studying what society is all about well like the new you we started the podcast as i mentioned like like a, a a bedroom podcast that strives or or starve for conversations human conversations it's not really talking about talking to a bot it's not like that the, this this type of shows this type of activations is here for you to really still continue to engage not just base it on what is being fed by social media and that's that's something that we had to discuss for tonight um when we talk about trend when we talk about trend as well um it's good that uh well i i i kept on saying this on the pre-show that i watched this documentary in netflix the social dilemma so for those who haven't watched it yet go check it out because it's worth your time and then having watched that documentary i know you guys well some of you haven't watched it yet but there there there's a point there wherein the society right now is being driven by the gaslighting or manipulation that social media is really giving to us that the downside there is that the bots the artificial intelligence is the one already directing the person's movements and thinking that is something that well personally i don't like and that is something that i want to ask you guys because you guys are more on the research and trend so how are trends being driven by the society and social movements right now i mean uh it's it's good to know that there are still people who who tries to be smart and intelligent and still chooses to use their brains rather than the tools available right now because the difference there is if you use the tools and you use the brain there's a difference to it and i would say that's the human the human touch okay the the machines don't tell you that okay if you do that this will this will happen less the emotions or what but with with you guys how are you seeing that um in terms of the trends yeah how it's being driven by the society and social movements as well yeah um yeah uh that question is very relevant right now um not just because of the virtual technology but also within what's happening especially when it comes to the pandemic when it comes to everything so for example um so actually when it comes to the society like driving the trends so just to give you a like a um a quick 
back uh, history, you know, uh, from the 1990s, so brands were actually dictated. Um, so I'm sorry, the products were actually being dictated by the brands. So, um, okay. so basically, what the society is pr- producing or what the society is buying during the 1990s, it's always the uh, brands such as the luxury brands, even the big brands like Coca-Cola, Louis Vuitton, H&M, or no, there's no H&M, yet, but you know the big brands who mm. are really um, influential. They're the ones creating the the product and people need to accept that because it's the only available thing. That's but true. during this time, it's all about social impact. So there uh, and for those who doesn't know who don't know what social impact is, it's um, it's kind of like a positive change, a positive and influential change that addresses a pressing social challenge. So by social challenge, it uh, there's a lot of social challenges that, that we are actually facing right now. So for example, Definitely, we have the post-COVID concept. So, what is happening? What's going to happen after COVID? And then we have to deal with a lot of emotions, um, sustainability as well, which was actually um, put on hold. But now we're but now we're actually going back to um, how we can be more sustainable because there was there was a time where sustainable was put on hold because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, another, uh, other things are adaptability, progression, and also advocacy and activism. So, um, you know, it should be anything uh, in between that and which promotes social responsibility. That's so true. even us, for example, we're mostly designers in ACID. And um, right now, when we design uh, spaces, structure, objects, we have to double, we have to double check and think about the social responsibility and the impact that it's going to give to the society. So is it going to be um, culturally responsible? Is it going to be um, economically responsible? No. So from there, um, there are a lot of uh, other factors. Now, for example, um, right now, in terms, of the, uh, in terms of the drivers, so um, the drivers of the society, which are defining the trends, so it's all about empathic, empathic design, understanding one another. So uh, understanding the community also. This is why a lot of people, such as both Acid and the New You, we've uh, created sort of like a digital community. And this digital community is there to help uh, spread awareness, to help um, you know uh, educate people. So it's, it's kind of like a community building. True. Because everything is all about, so according to, you know, um, fashion snoops from their previous talk before so the influencer economy right now is actually you know it has stopped because the relevance it's different so for example before everything was driven by luxury or the goals to travel since all of those are not relevant anymore during this time um, the materialism it's converted into people emotions and what we need it's all about the people right now. And one of the reasons why TikTok became really huge during this time is because um, in terms of the zenial and centennial market, uh, people want to have fun. People want to escape. So it's all about being able to express, to show both inclusivity and diversity. You know, th- there's a lot of things uh, happening uh, within the society. And, you know, for, personally for me, it's it's a lot, but a lot 
has something to do with emotions. And later on, I think Alan will be discussing some of the virtual um, technology and realities. Yeah. Um, but actually, right now, um, I'm actually on the process of understanding because it's really good that you brought up the the Netflix show. Um, yeah. Social uh, sorry, dilemma. Social dilemma. Social dilemma. Yeah. yeah. Because currently, um, since we had our virtual design week, um, I've been doing a bit of writing and research on what is the future of touch. So, for example, in terms of the future of touch, since everything can be replicated, the five senses can actually be replicated. So, from auditory to hearing, even the skin or the touch can now be replicated. So it's actually a bit scary, at the same time interesting, to figure out what's next or what's the future for this. But basically, um, uh, sort of my conclusion, but it's not yet final, so mm-hmm. it, this might change. But basically, it's all about understanding the physical reality. So that's kind of like what we're developing as our sixth sense based on what uh, the current pandemic, the lockdown, the quarantine, the social distancing, and virtual technology. It's all about understanding the sixth sense, which is the physical reality that we don't, we cannot be bounded by the, let's say, the availability and the easy access to virtual technology you know Peach, uh, j- i just want to add no i think nina has something to to ask as well uh the you you, you mentioned about uh replicating the senses that we mm-hmm. it's it's needed and then you talk about the the sense of touch i remember this app well i i'm, I'm a big netflix binge watcher so i remember <laughs> this ep- this one episode in black mirror Mm-hmm. Wherein you can mm-hmm. actually replicate a clone a person into uh, this type of robot oh, yeah. thing or what that it has the memory, the physical appearance, and all of that. It, it can really happen. It can really happen. Mm-hmm. Why? There's a product that I saw online. I don't know if it's a hoax or what or whatever, but it's all about. It's more of a virtual kiss, a virtual lips. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Wherein <laughs> couples from across the world. Okay, you can buy this thing and then pair it. It's called Kissinger. Ah, you, you know it. <laughs> it's a Kissinger. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a pair of lips that you give it to, to the other person and then you just touch it with your lips, of course. And then it feels like, the, the, I think, the, the temperature, the, the size or the, the mold of the lips and then it sends that same form to the other end. It's it's really funny that we we can laugh about it at all, but if you think mm-hmm. about it, we are in a situation wherein we are advised to do social dis- distancing and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's not really impossible that it, it can happen. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. J- j- just a thought, Nina. <laughs> yeah, I have a question with what you said earlier. Like as a consumer, how do you see COVID affecting consumers' consume products? Yeah, um, when it comes to um, the, the COVID, uh, like how the COVID is affecting the consumerism mm-hmm. right now, well, basically it's going, it's everything is slow. So it started with fashion, wherein it, there's slow fashion. And then also um, when it comes to sustainability also in, in a way that um, 
no, actually, it's it's partly connected in a way that because everything is going slow because of the supply and demand, mm-hmm. later on, it's actually tapping out of it also to the sustainability factor. Wherein, um, when we design, when we innovate, it's um, focused now on the idea of can we use this later on? Can we use this when everything is back to normal? No? Mm-hmm. So, in terms of this one, um, I mean, of course, there are a lot of things that be, that's being, uh, that's designed, um, which is already, uh, let's say, all on Lazada, on Shopee, or Amazon. But yeah, I wanted yeah. to, to, uh, to, to give something a bit uh, different. So, for example, in terms of through circular economy, so designers right now, kind of like Samsung, Samsung and the Zine. The Zine is kind of like a design platform. So they had design competition using recycled Samsung cardboard boxes. So one of the oh. trends actually when it comes to furniture and objects are um, the use of recycled materials and the objects that will be recycled also. So for example, what am I going to do here? So the temporary furniture. So those temporary furniture, um, kind of like the cardboard boxes. So even mm-hmm. if you throw them away in the future, they're not, you know, they're not very harmful to the environment because they're paper. And so even it also it's also manifested in some of the design um, uh, events already. Just like Maison and Objet in Paris, there also there was already um, some of the sustainable materials. So a lot has to do with clay. It has to do with cardboard, cardboard as well. So there's a lot of actually vases and sculpture mm-hmm. that are made from cardboard, mm-hmm. and tables that are ma- made from cardboard. So those are things that we have to always consider. So um, because uh, in terms of, I mean, fashion definitely a lot of a lot of the the companies already closed. And I wanted to quote one of the um, pioneer uh, or the best. Uh, let's say, trend forecaster in the world, Lee Edelford. So she mentioned that the virus will show how slowing and shutting down of companies can actually produce a better environment. So uh, it's a a very strong um, statement from her, which is actually true. Right now, we're realizing Mm -hmm. that we don't really need a lot of clothes. We're We're realizing that everything is going back to the simplistic elements, such as food, shelter, Exactly. But then we are yeah. trying, since we are um, progressive people, we try to think innovation. So the, the uh, of course we have technology, we have mm-hmm. virtuality. So so mm-hmm. far that's the direction we're taking because we're bounded by going outside. <laughs> True. Even work from home, like everyone's um, realizing that it it can work in the future, right? It is, and and to add to work yeah. from home, it's it's something that triggered. Mm-hmm. It triggered the demand for desk. I mean, as simple as that. No, nobody. If if you have forecasted what's happening within this pandemic, and you started a business last March in terms of building office desk for for home, you're gonna be rich by now, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, nobody, uh, nobody, or maybe someone a little, a little bit of the market would think that. Okay, I'm betting my money on creating desk. Because who cares? They, they they use it at the office and it's, it's actually limited. But right now, every household demands a desk because they, well, you cannot work on the floor for a number of oh, hours. Oh, yeah. The, yeah no, right? the, the office chairs and the gaming chairs. Exactly. 
who yes. who would have thought that every household somehow would need a good pair of microphone and headset right yes usually it's more in the entertainment industry but yeah these are these are mm-hmm. the trends that these people from acid i mean not really just i'm not talking about desk and microphone alone but it's more of the research <laughs> and the trend that we are looking forward i mean going into this yes. pandemic it's really good to have this data on hand and it's really oh by the way mm, go. sorry go go by the way where'd you get your name yeah like, is there a story uh, behind yeah. it, or yes. is it oh, a technical <laughs> term? <laughs> yes, actually, um, actually, uh, acid is an abbreviation for a contemporary of inspirational, influential, and inter- interdisciplinary designers. Oh, cool! <laughs> you know, okay, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. But then, um, because because of that abbreviation, also we also resembled it to. Uh, acid like the actual acid wherein um it's very you know it contaminates and it's also very let's say how do you call this um it's very psychedelic in a way that Mm -hmm. it really Mm -hmm. sticks to your mind so this is actually why uh, some of one of our um uh, motto or our tagline is positive contamination wow because our contamination through research and design and inspiration are very colorful that you will i mean even if you don't know about trends you will definitely want to check it out <laughs> putting things into perspective yeah. you know what comes yeah. to my mind the Go. acid the acid pro the is it for music and videos too <laughs> so mm-hmm. i associated it with it acid I mean, which one the acid pro i associated it with acid pro Acid Pro. I'm not sure. It's a. I'm not sure if it's for musicians or for video videographers, something like that. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's it's good about this. Um, very very creative in the sense that it's, it's actually well for those who are watching and well listening to us. That that's the that's the good thing about branding. It's something that you have to think about with number of times and it has to mean something you cannot just you know just go out there and just put on a name without any meaning and it's good that well for some yeah acid can be as as simple as the acid that we all know but hey this is the reason why acid is being acid like what PJ mentioned uh, yeah. I want to talk to our friend yeah in Dominican Republic right now, Alan. Um, Alan Garcia is one of the co-founder for Acid as well. Uh, of course, in charge for the global programming. Um, he's direct. He is the director for that. Uh, you, you guys had this very successful virtual design week recently. I've seen a lot of the content in social media, Instagram, wherever. It's good. It's really, it's really visually enticing visually engaging and all well it's a visual virtual it's virtual design week i would say this project um now um how do you see the research well being manifested through psychological philosophical and technological perspective how how do you see this researchers coming into those different sides of perspective coming as the outcome from your ver- recently successful uh, virtual design week. Yeah, as you said, even our name have a, have a meaning. 
oral projects have a meaning behind it. Mm. Uh, BDW, the principal thing was to ref to make a reflection in a philo uh, philosophical uh, yeah. way to understand better how the virtual design have impact into the sustainability, equality, and creation of community. Um, uh, we create we create uh, we create a call submission for a gallery for uh, to all the world, and we have uh, twenty country twenty entries and on. 11 countries participating participations wow 11 countries and yes it was really really good for our research to understand how they they create uh the, they use the virtual design in these key main points and how it manifests in that way some some of them were just creating aesthetic but some of them have more deeper deeper meaning in terms of creating a community or or how to use virtual design in their process to create more sustainable approach in the in the creation of design. In uh, those we have like projects like Cloth Matryoshka, I think they are Philippines also. Mm -hmm. they, they're using the uh, a virtual platform like Minecraft to create a space to give music to the people. But music like, uh, they have a main goal to, to put music for people who uh, are coming from the LGBTQ community yeah. or are non-white performance. So they have like this term of decolonization of, of music. And um, this space of interaction in the virtual design have make us re reflect a new way to use the, the tool, mm. not only to sell and buy, but to use it to inspire, to to um, uh, to create relationship, whether in in a team. Also, another thing, a conclusion that we have interested, we found interesting, is seeing project from Russia that is inspired by Mexican culture, mm -hmm. and uh, and different other projects that are inspired and uh, from another part of the world, and seeing that contamination that goes across the the sea. Uh, in their creation have show, shown us like the possibilities that the virtuality has. So uh, like responding to your questions, um, this uh, philosophical yeah. um, uh, and understanding of uh, design um, uh, is, uh, it had, it had like a, Our project have been like a result of that, of those questions of what is uh, what is sustainability, equality, and community, and how we can use the design not only to sell but to make a space for people to think about design. Mm. Um, uh, we also invite uh, panelists from different universities, mm -hmm. uh, from okay, a panelist from Dominican universities. Uh, from Philippine universities and also an international one where they participate, people from Dubai, Brazil, and Dominican Republic. And the conclusion that they have, understanding design and how they use the education to um, uh, and the virtual realm to create um, a new way of thinking to use design, it was really, really good. Uh, you can see we're going to have in the future uh, all, all posts in a website, all the conclusion and the reflections, and uh, I think it was a really good project. Uh, yeah.
Well, adding to your adding to your virtual design week, uh, I think Nina, that's two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago when we had Unite. Yeah. Yes. Two weeks okay. ago. We then then you also had Unite. Uh, it's more of a two-day music fest that gathers well the the local artists here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it started with a, a simple talk about having a private Zoom party with Nina when we yeah. had her on the show, and then we were it, it blow it blew up to like um, a Coachella fest, uh, a full-blown festival. Oh, wow. Uh, wherein we had about 10, 11 DJs playing and then uh, about a couple of, a dozen of artists, indie, acoustic, mm-hmm. different genre, all joined together in one cause. I mean, uh, we, we, see now the, we see now the strength of how we do things virtually. Okay? And I think yes. it's, it's something that's also good with what happened with your virtual design week. Uh, coming yeah. in like what you mentioned it's composed of about 11 countries man that's that's something that is something and I would say that um, having to gather that type of audience that type of reach in terms of pulling together and really living in this borderless world right now that we that we are in because well like this show as simple as this uh, we're, we're talking to you right now you are in another country you're in a different time zone but this show is happening and afterwards for those who missed this episode they can still download and listen to this and learn something from it it's good that we uh, we, we have to look into the positive side of this virtual stuff the virtual environment that we are looking at right now we are wor- we are living in right now and turn it into things into reality that this, yes, this, this I mean, good. go ahead, go ahead. Y- yes, well, one of the the conclusions that we had it was this beautiful thing that we can eliminate those barriers that we had before. It's true. And I think there, those barriers were in our minds in some of way, and uh, COVID nineteen had make us and this quarantine mode had make us like uh, go through the te- uh, use the technology and and uh, and find those platform to communicate with those person who who wants to to create knowledge yes and uh okay. yes i think that, that this was one of the result of this pandemic is like the creation of virtual communities and uh and the elimination of those barriers that we have before that maybe were on our mind because we always have internet in this last decade but right now we are seeing this growing of the different virtual communities and I think the the growing of the knowledge of the the, the knowledge cross sectoral knowledge and cross cross cultural knowledge. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's right. And well, be, before before I, I go on with the next one, uh, we we topped off season the first season of the new you with with Sasha Gray, Sasha Gray, the the ex adult star. And it's it's really well. It's an eye opener in that episode. We're in, of course, we had commenters. We had commenters who have not yet moved on to what she was previously doing, and well, I don't know what's up to them. But uh, hey, they're part of the society, so I respect them for what they do. And it's it's good to know that talking to her, uh, knowing that she has that background, and yet she's continuing life and doing something else right now. Like what you said in terms of the cultural aspect to it, the, its effect on society, 
it it for me it really it really cultivates to something that hey every day as you wake up it's another day and you can start something new and then you can just go on and do you have that drive you still have that wheel you still have that control in your life and that that, that is what matters i mean you you can you can choose to go left or right you can still to continue what you what, what you are currently doing it can be right or wrong in what in it in whatever perspective it is the 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 yeah. at the end of the day it's all about your choice as a person so yeah, yeah. The, definitely the the virtual design week that you guys could this is the first right alan yes it's the first one uh, you, you're yeah. planning to have this annually or what yeah that's a plan to have it every year every uh, year let's see what the future brings yeah, that's good like that's... i mean a, a good thing of us it is always evolving yeah. I mean, as as it is a research platform, it's involved with the research, uh, the ways that communicates, the way that experimentate with the with the spaces that we have online, mm. uh, and you will see the result in result in the future. Um, and I hope, yeah, to have this. Uh, we hope to have this event in the future every year, and to have like something that evolve mm. more bigger and bigger each year. And not only, as I said before, not only I have a place to sell things because we don't, we're not selling things in this platform, yes, but yes. We, are all, we are exploring and making the people uh, reflect on what is the importance of the virtual realm. Exactly. And, and uh, well, in terms of design week and all, whatever week there is, uh, I think PJ would agree on this one because PJ and I somehow met on mm -hmm. the fashion industry like having with the philippine yeah. fashion week and all that that's the only week that well the philippines is more of known for i mean we we have that kinds of week here in the philippines and then now we we are forced all to work on virtually and one of the realizations that i've seen in this pandemic is that now we are all our own team until you find those persons who believe as well like you guys, if if you guys, you all you all have your own visions and missions or whatever you want to do, but finding one another that's priceless. And I think that's the same with the new you. Um, it's just like what I mentioned. It's just a bedroom project. It just starves for communication to the outside world. But hey, right now it's 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 some it's something that we thought about going into season two to feature you guys new new things new stuff in the market. Uh, and this. As long as you have that vision for something new or so a vision that you will always look back in term when when you encounter on why you started things that's that's really the point of all of this that the things that we do okay yeah. uh, yes. and actually, yeah. no actually um in terms of acid um what we do because for example there was this was actually from Geraldine Wari, um one of the and from um, WGSN, so I think most of the designers know about the WGSN. But um, what she liked about ACID is that um, we don't just research and we don't just gather data and mm. we don't just report. We actually do the projects ourselves. Because application. That's the problem. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Application. Because um, there are a lot of actually there are a lot of, um, in terms of the uh, communities in Europe. Especially in London, there are a lot of trend forecasters and researchers, but they're always like the conclusion are just basically key points or key takeaways, what you should do. But mm -hmm. then, you know, uh, I mean, 
how how will you really do it? Like you need to give them an example. So this is one of our steps on how we can really show the people how to manifest it in an app in an application. And um, we will not stop from virtual design. We, there's actually a bit more in store. And later, Denise will be um, sharing some of our uh, future projects. Um, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really nice. Well, I'm actually about to go to Denise yeah. right now, Peach. So, where's Denise? I'm looking for Denise. Um, okay. Nina, I lost her video as well. Anyway. Uh, Denise, uh, yeah, I lost her video, but yeah, go going into, well, Denise is the, well, Denise is also one of the co-founders for ACID and, the, well, currently the business development director for them. Um, when we're talking about business development director, well, this is where the, the, the bills go. <laughs> this, 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 is, this is where we talk about the, the dollars and stuff. And well, for for everything that we do, for everything that we do, um, it's really good. I mean, this is something that everyone should should understand as well. When we talk about design, when we talk about audio, video, creative, or what whatsoever, okay, nothing is free in this world, guys. I mean, to to be honest, nothing is free in this world. This is, we are living in a world wherein money is really a necessity, and let's not be hypocrite about total hypocrite about it. Uh, the money is used to well sustain things, and with, with the side of this, like also with the new year, of course we we have subscriptions to pay, we have hard drives, we have whatever storage that we need, internet, internet <laughs> for this to all of this to happen. Same goes with the websites, with acid and everything. You need all of this to to sustain this. But with with how acid is doing, Denise, uh, what what are acid's products and services that well people can avail? Okay, so, well, um, as discussed earlier, ACID focuses on Asian, Latin American, and European markets. So, what we do really is we take this external and global trend reports and forecasts, and then we apply it into different contextual perspectives, like industry and geographical regions. Mm -hmm. And we do it in a digestible and visually engaging way. So, in a way, ACID is like, it follows like a global, global local business mm -hmm. approach. So, currently, we are finalizing preparations for our trend report and trend forecasting subscription. So, that's one of our business models. And then, the other layer for that is if you're a business and that you want to take your product and your business development process into a whole new level, um, they can avail of our consultancy service, which is an in-depth branding, um, in-depth collaboration um, between client and asset. So here, we will take these contextualized trend reports and trend forecasts and then create branding, design conceptualization, and design development solutions and contextualize it even more deeply um, in terms of the needs of the business identity and its requirements. So that's the bigger picture at subscription and consultancy model. Yeah. But of course, we have other um, business models that also support these um, larger um, strategies. Okay. But when we talk about business, when we talk about your offerings, of course, the products and the services that you guys will be doing for us, for the market, the near, uh, today or the future, there's something behind it. I mean, of course, the skills are there. Everything is there. 
but what people are not understanding yet is data is there and i would mm-hmm. say uh for me uh, personally i don't i, I think no, i don't think for everyone but personally i'm thinking data is the new gold mm-hmm. if you ask me if you will if you will let me choose right now between data and gold or money i'll still pick data why money and gold are quantifiable mm-hmm. and it runs out okay if i'm a big spender you give me about 50 million dollars right now and i'm a big spender i can just finish it in about a week and then i'm done <laughs> right and then i'm done but if i have data data right now is is a key ingredient in making money that is I some, agree with that. yeah so yeah. i think mean, you in in your perspective how do you see this when when we talk about data and research being more valuable right now than the things like money and gold okay so um i understand your metaphor that um data is the new gold because if you look at gold right you have to mine it and then when you get it the gold is actually buried and mixed mixed with a lot of matter so you have sand stones rocks all of those things so similarly there is a huge amount of data that we encounter on a daily basis especially if you're in the research and development um, uh, field right so we have to sift through this unneeded material and refine it down to the essentials. Hmm. So data may be gold, but just like gold, you have to process it true. in order for it to have value. Yes. And so that's where insight comes in. That's true. So if you look at it, um, properly processed data is really the new factor of production. So it plays a huge role in changing business model, um, to make your boundaries more minimal, and to reframe your market structures. So in ACID, for example, we have created um, a very meticulous data generation framework where you combine the different data gathering processes. Um, So there's a level of complexity and accuracy in that process. And then we turn this data into meaningful insights using research and intuition for our trend trend reporting and forecasting process. Um, The old way of of using data analytics um, like before when um, big data first came in, is mm-hmm. that um, people would use it to um, focus on increased efficiency and you know make post hoc decision making processes. Like for example, you do it um, to improve a certain product or a service based on evaluations after you put out that product. Yeah. Well, the new use of data actually helps in making decisions um, to create new value and revenue-generating streams of income, products, and services um, using the data insights that you already exactly. have, even if you haven't put it out yet in the market. Um, it also helps in enriching um, the customer's experience because you can already personalize um, the context, life cycles, or even multi-generational touch points and um, tap into varied lifestyles of your clientele. So yeah, um, so basically I agree that it is gold, but you have um, just like gold or just like in everything, like data, not all data are created equal. You have to have um, the right process or the right method to sift through that. And you also have to have um, the right insight and the mechanisms for research to turn that data into something more valuable. It's true. 
and and to be honest though while while doing this interview with you guys i was thinking about like what we're doing i mean we're doing well majority of the world right now is into streaming i think nina nina you're still in kumu right yes so nina's been playing me well nina's a dj nina's still continuing to to play in kumu but as streamers right now it's really important for the streamers to know their own their own of course the their viewers okay the 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 market that they attract i mean i'm not saying everyone but majority of the streamers right now is more concerned on how many viewers do i have currently so if i have uh let's say nine thousand ten thousand well liza zabarano just started streaming games and she hit about thirty-four thousand viewers imagine bigger audience than when our president is talking so it's 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 really it's really different i mean if like what denise is is saying if you know how to interpret this data if you if you have the right insights into this who is watching what age what gender where are they located you can turn or create a very efficient business model out of it of what you're doing and it's good that hey you guys are here as it is here um some research and trend companies are here to to help us out i mean to to make this like what i mentioned that everything that we do should start from our passion but at the end of the day there will come a point wherein business model should come in because that is really uh what they call this uh a necessity in terms of maintaining and sustaining things like what we're doing with acid and of course the new you uh before i wrap this up well like traditional new you style i want to talk to our guests right now alan pj and then denise we go alphabetical first with alan alan how do you see the new trend in terms of well local as you would say how do you see the new trend in terms of your industry the research and whatever virtual things that you do right now well right now here in dominican republic you see all the brands going more in a sustainable way because even the production lines of the of their product having changed for the quarantine stuff and you are being seen here some luxuries brands turning into a slow fashion and that's really huge. Like a company who, who made uh, fashion clothes for for runways and um, um, and for red carpet is going in luxurious nights, is mm-hmm. going towards to casual clothes and is going in a more sustainable way. Um, there are also some um, um, foundations that are making alliances with these um, brands in order to reduce the impact and on the water use that they have and the impact that they, they are doing to the, to the environment. So I think in the, in the local production here is going towards in a sustainable way. And also the consumer here is getting educated more and is thinking more on using um, uh, local product. There is a huge campaign into use local products to, to, to incentivize the local economy because right now, Santo Domingo, uh, Dominican Republic, one of the biggest um, economy inputs is the tourism. And right now with the corona, it's had 
a really big impact here. So uh, I think that the, the, the trend here uh, is that local consumption, uh, consumption and uh, sustainability uh, path for all the brands. Okay. Uh, Denise? Um, well, on a business and brand perspective, um, in the post-pandemic world, um, and if you are looking at data analytics, you will see uh, main three touch points that will be prevalent in the coming months or even years. So you have protection, you have wellness, and the need for mood-boosting um, spaces and products. So like what TJ said earlier, the way people look at influencers will be really different as now um, they will turn towards those who can either educate them on a personal level or those who can entertain them on a relatable and personal level. So brands and influencers who advocate for community engaging activities like for example ACID and the new you, um, influencers who are um, advocating for meditation, spirituality, um, they're becoming more and more prevalent right now because it taps into our need to be engaged in our human and spiritual side. Um, another thing, like ASMR videos, um, they're become like they're getting bigger because it creates a feeling mm -hmm. of sensory integration and a very much welcome um, uh, a very much welcome um, experience because our our other senses are kind of limited at this point um in terms naman of protection there is a much needed addition for better products for sanitation um compliance to the low touch economy so if it's um technologically um integrated um people will um see that as something that's sanitary and something that will protect them mm -hmm. and of course better in their quality so if you notice, right, during this time, we have a lot of plantitas and plantitas. Yeah. And people are, people are going to that um, direction. It's not just because of the aesthetic values. Of course, plants look beautiful in a space. But it also taps into the psychology of looking at things from nature. And more importantly, improving the quality of air around us. So I think those are the three main um, directions that businesses and brands will be going towards in the coming months. PJ? Yes. Yeah, so I definitely agree with um, Alan and Denise. And um, when it comes to this one, so um, I do believe that it's more focused on understanding social design. So social design is very, very important for us to design that it impacts build right now it's very we're very vulnerable for the possible challenges damages that could be done and um this is the time for us like alan mentioned earlier taking everything slow so even the businesses are doing it not just because there is you know there's a lack of um let's say there's a lack of uh, demand and supply there's a lot there's a lack of um, source resources but also when it comes to understanding what we really need okay True. so even us as people both as uh, consumers and as creators or innovators we have now especially in the philippines since most of the filipino innovators here in the philippines are um, focus on just create, create, create. No, so this is the time for us to perfectly analyze. We have to really, um, we have to think, rethink, reflect, 
and evaluate our decisions. So both as consumers, so for example, if you're going to buy this, at this time, do you really need it? And as designers, if you're designing something, will this really be necessary? Okay, so I know that there's a lot of designers who are really coming up with a lot of ideas for their brands, their um, for their uh, company or their own personal label, but always think what is your responsibility as someone shaping the design community. And um, yeah, so and then after and then uh, all of that are actually leading also to the idea of. Um, wellness, especially a lot of things that has to do with wellness and well-being. So, um, spatial and self-enhancement and improvement. So, it can be through technology. It can be through natural applications such as, um, like when you mentioned, plants or even um, activities that can actually bring you closer to nature, such as pot- pottery. No, so touching earth touching play so um, so we need these ideas for us to um, we need this uh, approach for us to um, get closer to nature even if we're not going outside mm. so, and then uh, a lot to do also with gamification so to all those brands out there who are trying to venture through with virtual technology one of the good uh, one of the best um, examples or tools or channels to go is through gamification or games yeah because um uh, we know that in the philippines we don't have a lot of people doing uix and development of uh, apps we, we don't have we're not yet as equipped as the western that's you know, true. countries that's true but it's really a good um uh, channel for us to tap get gamification for us to gain more viewers and more interaction because right now since we are uh, we are at home um, and also this uh, idea of gamification using avatars like 3D avatars or a reflection of yourself in a virtual world is actually creating a lot of um, let's say uh, inclusivity because no matter who you are no matter where you're from the community that you're building within that space creates this holistic experience that everyone is being respected and being heard about. So, <laughs> That's good to, to hear from you guys. Well, uh, well, uh, the usual, the new you way of ending a pod. A pod. Uh, I, my, my take on this, well, before I give Nina, well, the, the blogging stint for this, uh, when it comes to the new trend, um, well, recently, Louis Vuitton just launched this face mask i mean that that's about i think a thousand dollar worth face mask and all i mean of course there's a market to it they like what i i would being an example earlier diba if i have about this money i would spend it i'm a big spender and i'll spend it i'll buy it because i'm capable of doing it but pero at the same time we are in the middle of a pandemic i'm not saying that they should price it that way or what but you are starting to urge you are starting to manipulate, you are starting to throw that gaslighting to the market in terms of believing on what is really important in the middle of this pandemic. It is important yeah. for face mask. It, 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 face mask or whatever the, the needs, the necessity, alcohol or whatever is needed right now. But do we really need a thousand dollar worth of face mask? <laughs> 
I'm not, I'm not saying again that it's bad. It's it's their call. But as as uh, as an individual, as a consumer, I would say I can buy a face mask for how much? For about fifteen pesos here in the Philippines, twenty five pesos, and I'm good with it. And I can spend the rest of my money to something else that's more relevant or really helping out those in need. That's just my take. I mean, people can bash me or people can can throw shade at me, but that's my take. And if you are on the other side, I completely respect that because that's what we believe in. Um, another thing here that happened in this pandemic, we have this uh, alcohol liquor company here. I think San Miguel. When that when the the pandemic started, they somehow lessened the production of alcohol liquors, and turned their raw materials into real alcohol, the the sanitation alcohols. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's it's about of supply of supply and demand, but at the same time, it's about knowing that social responsibility on what you feed to your consumers. Okay, I mean, the, with the perspective of that company, I would say they can still say that hey, um, we know that drinkers or those who consume alcohol or liquor will not stop drinking in the middle of the pandemic, and that's true. Because people tend to go to liquor or alcohol whenever they are, they feel down or depressed, but at the same time they know they had the thinking that I'd rather produce my raw materials and creating stuff that not only eighteen and above can consume. I, I start producing alcohol sanitations or sanitation for what? Because also kids can use them. That's that's two different things and. Uh, when we talk about trend, when we talk about uh, research and all, these are the things that, of course, the brands, the, the suppliers should be putting in their minds. And, and, and personally, I think if you rely on tools only, again, like I mentioned earlier, you will lose something there. And that is the ability to think as humans that is what's missing there because you're basing your your assumptions your your decisions right now to what the machine or the tool is feeding you but if you have research companies if you have these guys to help you out you will not just rely on the data but you rely on people thinking about what's heard what's seen what's being tasted what's being smelled What's its effect on social, uh, society, culture, psychological, spiritual, and whatever? Because you touch on all aspects already. I think when PJ and I were talking about doing this episode, I, 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 I told him, PJ, that's the reason why we do live podcasting and downloadable podcasts and then uh, articles later on. Why? Because there's a market for the disabled. Even, even though how much... How pretty you create a poster or a visual content. That's still not applicable for the blind market. Because they don't see it. Yes. So you have to translate, you have to communicate that message to something else. And that's why when I told him, Peach, we're doing the live podcast because it's both visual and uh, audio. So at least for those that are actually blind, they can still hear us. Okay. And then why are we doing articles later on? Because for those who are deaf, they can still read what's in the article or what's in the podcast or what the, the concept to it. And it will all connect. And when making design, you have to, to factor in all of this 
to create that trend because you cannot miss out a single point in this society whether in whatever factors that these guys are talking earlier in this podcast to come up with a holistic solution with a whole picture you have to factor in spiritual psychological visual whatever points of that you have to extract the juice in all of that to create that perfect uh to extract that perfect product out of the data on hand okay once again um thanks guys thank you for uh for joining for joining us in this episode alan i know well you're having your your coffee in the morning in the in dominican republic uh, PJ and yes. Denise here in the Philippines. Thank you so much for doing this episode with us. This is really informative. Uh, and and I hope personally, as a consumer as well, that more people follow your footsteps. I mean, this is something fruitful. This is something worthwhile. This is something that you guys should be continuing because this is going somewhere else. Nina? Yeah, thank you so much again, guys. PJ, Denise, and Alan, we definitely learned a lot from you. And my my world is usually focused on music, so everything I heard from here was like they're they are all new to me. And thank you again for giving us the sneak peek of what your world or how your world is to us. And also, uh, we're promoting tomorrow's night BU with Gita and Red. Uh, they will be guesting Makoy Dub. And on Friday, you Mood with Vino. Our guest is Katsuri and she's launching her playlist Intimacy and also to check our schedule our future guests and we have interesting articles coming up please check out the new uph.com and please follow us on ig the new uph and same with twitter and our facebook the new you right. thank you so much again guys guys you have anything to plug <laughs> yeah yeah we would like to <laughs> yeah so yeah thank you so much to the new you for inviting us um, do follow our us pressure. at social media channels where we constantly post our contents. Our Instagram is at acid, so ac triple i d dot online, and our Facebook and YouTube YouTube channels acid online. And then, if you have a creative business, it can be a product, an event, or a service. We have a a segment called Sunspots or Sunday Spotlights where we can highlight your brand and events in our IG story reel. And then lastly, um, watch out for our next virtual design event happening within November and December in conjunction with our virtual design book launch. So it's an immersive digital festival that touches different generations and different fields of design. And we're really excited to start promoting it. PJ? Yes, um, yeah, that's all. That's, that's all. all. <laughs> Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Our, our, Thank you. Our pleasure, our pleasure that you guys spend the time with us. Uh, well, for, for everyone, like like what we've been talking about here in the new you, you, you hear something new every time, every episode that we have. Uh, That's true. It, it's, it's always new. Uh, even us, myself, Reg, uh, Reg, Gita, Vino, Nina. This is something that we're like students also here. We're, we're learning something new from our guests and of course maybe our own insights as well. 
and this is a very fruitful interaction conversation with of course like you guys acid so if, if you're if you're liking this if you want this if if you're really enjoying this time this podcast download this episode afterwards it's, it's going to be available on spotify apple Podcasts, and google Podcasts. check out all of our content it's, it's way more different every day every week but it's always going to be straightforward it's always going to be in black and white and of course always your new you good night everyone and of course good morning dominican republic so good night yeah <laughs> <laughs>